I looked at you and I just said, oh. <laughs> I've never hated, I think, a anyone more. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Jessica and Cameron are college friends turned post-grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on our unpopular opinions. And disclaimer, my first unpopular opinion is actually that I hate unpopular opinions. <gasps> I think this is actually this. I think this episode might have been my brainchild. It was. It fully was. But I always find unpopular opinions to be like pretentious, and mm -hmm. then either a they're not really that unpopular, or there's something where it's like unpopular opinion. We should treat everyone the same <laughs> despite their like yes. race or yes, something. Yes, like unpopular opinion, and it's some. Let's say it. It's a millennial thinking that they <laughs> yes. are about to transform society, and it's like unpopular opinion. Cats and dogs, I love them the same. <laughs> yeah, it's like take a seat. And girl. they think that they're like the next Susan B. Anthony with that take. Yes, they absolutely do. Um, before we go too much further, I'd like to address the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. She's here, and she's. <laughs> What, what what's the name of what elephants do? She's plowing, you know. Uh, yeah. What is the name for that? If you let Snorting? us, if you know, let us know. Cousintimepodcast.com. <laughs> She's purring. Send us an email. What do elephants do when they do their thing? What's it called? Anyway, I digress. The elephant in the room is that we were not releasing a pod on Monday because we were sitting shiva. We were sitting shiva for my Mimi, who I'll say it. She passed away. She, not me laughing, <laughs> she's in a better place. We were sad, but we have since found peace and joy and love. So we were sitting Shiva, doing our thing, and it's in the past, and may she forever be in our hearts. Rest in peace, Mimi. Rest in peace, what Mimi. What a lady. You're what a real a one. I wish we could have gotten Mimi on the podcast. <laughs> popular opinion because no it's what she would want she was she was a witty old gal she was a witty southern belle and the thing about miss mimi is she was an english teacher for many many years mm -hmm. and she knew how to speak and another thing about mimi is she knew how to speak a lot and she would have slayed the podcast and she would have well and also from what i've gathered about mimi right from because watching her funeral let's just say it we watched her funeral back we watched the rewind it play it back cameron was sobbing <laughs> Indeed. And so, though I never got to meet Mimi, no. I do feel like I have somewhat of a picture of the lady she was. You, you absolutely and do. And she would have... She would have made this dynamic. She would have been the perfect third. You know she what would. I mean? We would have slayed it hand in hand. And you know what? She's she's listening from wherever she is. She sure is. She's got her ear and tuned she's in. she's probably doing some great PR for us. Oh, yeah. She's saying, have y'all heard... Have y'all heard about this? <laughs> Broadcast it. <laughs> yes. Play so, loud, play proud. In conclusion, RIP Mimi, wish we could have had you on the pod. May your memory propel us forward. Great words. Switching gears. Switching gears. <laughs> like we said, today we're exploring unpopular opinions. We've got some, you've got some, we've all got some. We're going to go over our top five ATM. CousinTimePod at gmail.com. Let us know yours as well. I know because I'm actually, as we're recording this, I'm thinking I wish all of our girls could be in the room with us. Right. All of our girls could be here at GLUHQ. Right, right, right. GLUHQ, that's what we're calling our home now. 
And <laughs> because I want to get the discourse going. Mm-hmm. I want to know who's agreeing with me, who's fighting with me. Right. And right. what we're going to do about it. Yes. Um, I would also like to say, only tangentially related, I wish we got more emails. So, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> reveal the number of emails we've gotten, but it's been less than satisfactory. <laughs> and so... Step it up. CousinTimePod at gmail.com. And I have been checking the junk folder, so it's not even like it's going there. (laughs) Yeah. Send us an email, please. Please. And without further ado, my first unpopular opinion Mm -hmm. is bikes. Bikes belong on the sidewalks. I don't care who you are. I know the biking community is going to come after me. Don't. One that I took off of my list because I thought it was too mean literally said verbatim, bikers can choke. <laughs> that is a cousin that mentality. Was co- and I, what my so cousin about mean. it is the way that we phrased it differently but had the same premise underlying it. Because mine just said, bikes on the sidewalks, please. I, that's, that's divine intervention. That's mm-hmm. Mimi. That was Mimi at work. And I know she'd be with us. Because these cousin brains are so linked. Carry on. Because, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. The biking lane, you're taking up car space. Yes. And I know what you're going to say. I bike faster than the pedestrians. I don't care. I drive faster than the bikers. Right. And, like, I'm all about saving the environment. I love less carbon footprint. But, like, you... uh, To me, a person riding a bike than hitting a pedestrian, less detrimental than me hitting a biker with my car. You know? Yeah. Well, and on a less... Fatal level, the sheer inconvenience of it. It's <laughs> so like if you're behind a biker and it's like, especially on these Chicago streets where it's like four cars can fit, but only four cars and yeah. two of the spaces yeah. are taken up with parallel parking. Yeah. If a car is, if there's traffic coming, I cannot pass you. No, you can't. And so you do not need to be on this road. Get on that sidewalk where literally no one is. Right. And then additionally, the other thing that is so hard about bikers is when you're on like a more of a main road and there is the bike lane. And maybe I need to make a right turn, and I need to go through that bike lane. Girl, we're going different speeds. We're not going to be able to communicate and collaborate and corroborate <laughs> to make this a safe we're environment not. for all. We're not. And my, the root of my bike animosity, biker animosity, because look, I have friends in the biker community. No, I have friends. I have I, family. I have foes. I am a supporter, an ally to the mm-hmm. biker community at large, but I also feel like I've been personally victimized by the biker community. Right. And I'm not talking motorcycles. I want to make that abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. I'm talking pedal to the metal, feet in the straps, pedaling your bicycle. Yeah. Um, and coming from my particular hometown with those mountainous roads, the curves and the swerves, the bikers love to get all up in that. And one thing about being on that road behind a biker is you never know when it's safe to pass. So all right. of a sudden we have a parade going behind mm-hmm. this biker. We're yes. all going 15 miles an hour when the speed limit is 55. And I don't know if it's safe for me to go around. Everyone exactly. behind me is mad because I'm not going around the biker. The biker is mad because I'm tailing them and I'm anxious. I'm sweating. Because there's usually not enough time to completely no, go around. It's no. just, it never works out well. And like, I want it to be heard clearly. Right. I am a ally to the bikers. Right. I see you. I hear you. I stand with you. And like, if I could put a bike lane on a working bike lane on every single road in America, I would. But right now we haven't figured out the bike lanes. They don't no. work. No. And so share the road, 
But let's just not forget, that's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And you're not sharing with me. That's the one. That's the one. Because why are you more important than me? Yeah. So I think we're locking it in. We both agree on that one. Bikers can choke. Bikers can choke. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Yours. My first unpopular opinion is... The way that I wrote mine, I'm just going to read them how I wrote them. Cottage cheese, slay. Cottage mm-hmm, cheese, slay. Mm-hmm. I love cottage cheese. This is an unpopular opinion. And I know that I'm sitting against or sitting with someone who's against me. I'm very anti-CC. Yeah, I know you're vehemently opposed. But I recently discovered cottage cheese. And I was an anti-cottage cheese girl. I said, what is that doing in this here salad bar? But I recently discovered cottage cheese on toast. And it's transformed my mornings, honestly and truly. I have it for breakfast every single day. My little piece of toast, my cottage cheese, my eggplant spread, and I'll say it, balsamic glaze, Mm -hmm. which is mother's milk to us. No, if any balsamic glaze companies want to give us some PR, we literally go through like a bottle a week. We we eat it three meals a day. We there's nothing balsamic glaze. I had it three meals a day today. Me too. (laughs) There's nothing it doesn't enhance. I have never met a meal that was not better after balsamic glaze. And uh, enhance was the wrong word to use because I'm not using it to enhance. I'm using the food to carry the balsamic glaze. <laughs> the food is simply a vehicle. <laughs> but anyways, back to the, what's underneath that balsamic glaze. Girl, I am not trying to yuck your yum. Right. But at the same time, you are. But I, I have to. No, but like the situation I, you put me in is I have to. I recognize that this is an unpopular opinion. Like it this is, is the truly an unpopular of an unpopular opinion. Yeah, because the thing about me is I am a grown girl. Mm. I don't need somebody to chew and digest my food before I do. That's not what it is, though. It's just it's good stuff, protein packed. It gets me through my day. No, mm. and I love the nutrient nutrient value for you and i love the the spiritual value for you thank you i just am not loving the like look no i know that you hate how it looks and i know i know that and i'm i'm okay with it like this is where we will agree to disagree no so true so this one we're splitting ways (laughs) we are we are see you sister um well i'll follow that one up with my food one because i know you're going to disagree with me on this one okay three words Suck your cookies. <gasps> Suck your cookies. I almost threw up when I saw Cameron sucking her cookies. I gagged a lot. I I actually need a lot of feedback on this one. I need people to stand in my corner and defend me <laughs> because I do get bullied in my own home when I'm just trying to enjoy a cup of tea and some cookies. I want to set the scene for our listeners as to what I turned my head to the side and saw. One evening, one fateful evening, we're sitting on our couch. We were watching a little something, something. Cameron says, let me get a little treat. She gets some tea and some Fig Newtons. Sitting here on this couch, I say, what's that sucking noise? <laughs> Look to my right, and what do I see? But her sucking the insides of the Fig Newton out. That's not what it is. I'm not sucking out the filling. I'm sucking out the tea. But in that process, you're also just sucking on a wet cookie. Yeah, and I'm taking, <laughs> I'm sucking up all the wet parts, and then I'm going back in and dunking again. And like in. my question, my honest to god question is why? Because that's literally the best way to. When you, what do you do? What's your alternative? I don't dip my fig newtons in anything. I actually try to avoid Vic Newtons at all costs. Okay, well, let's say it's a different type of cookie. Let's say it's a little a little Biscoff, because I also have to dip those in my tea and <laughs> suck it up. Uh-huh. I would take a bite. 
I would take a bite. I of dip the it. the soggy cookie? Yes! Yes! I dip it. I bite it. But also, I wouldn't... I, I This is also... This is me. I don't dip anything into tea. Hey, it's Cameron coming at you from Post. I would like to add that today, the day after recording this pod, Jess confessed to me that she dipped some cookies in her tea during her afternoon break, and she enjoyed it. So, suspicions confirmed. I would dip a chocolate chip cookie in milk. And then suck out the no, milk. No, bite it. I would bite it then. I just, it's not biteable once it's been dumped. I feel like we are about to stumble down a Dobby Dobby path. <laughs> we should quit while we're at it. <laughs> so true, so true. Um, For a little bit of context well, there. actually, that was another one of my popular fans. <laughs> just go into it. So, okay, I'll just, you'll do two in a row next. My next one is that it's Dobby, not Dobby. <laughs> And I want to say this could be the last episode of Cousin Time because we might not be friends after this. <laughs> no. Jessica and I have fought twice in our, what, like six years yeah. of friendship. And one of them, like, I'm talking about, like, legit fighting. Like, I was mad at her. I was harboring anger in my heart. I was, was red. It's like, I, I wanted to put you out on the street. I had never been so... I was more mad at you over Dobby Dobby Gate than the other, the other gate, thing. May Gate. <laughs> May yes, I was so. I looked at you and I just said, oh. <laughs> "I've never hated. I think a- anyone more." Because you're being so mean about it too. Not only were you wrong, you were mean. I anyway, was not wrong. Anyways, maybe we should have like hired a therapist for this episode. Um, the little that little gremlin in the Harry Potter series. You know you the little monster. <laughs> Dobby. Dobby. <laughs> there's nothing more to say. There's, there's you're, you, this is the time. If there was ever a time to email cousintimepod at gmail.com, it's this. How do you pronounce Dobby Dobby? And this is the time where I also wish we had Cousin Time Pod socials mm-hmm. because the content we could be posting and the feedback we could be getting. Real time. Because I want you to eat your words. I want you to chew up your words and digest them. Um, oh, okay. girl, we have to uh, stop it. No, I, I just needed the people to know what I'm saying. It's, I don't, ne- like, I've seen the one of the movies, three of the movies, right? <laughs> I've seen some of them, and I don't negate that what he's saying, Dobby, but that's in a literal British accent. But again, why, when, when a British person says car, what does it sound like? Car. <laughs> and we say car so we are changing British the sounds of vowels dobby we would say doby but why can't we say dobby i mean we could like i'm not saying well i'm not i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying i'm also right it's not black and white there's a little bit of gray because there's different cultures jk rowling let us know. Well, I guess she's British, so it doesn't count. But still, she could tell us if there's a universal pronunciation. I'm, like, I'm sure there's other examples out there, but like, a British person would say tomato, and we would say tomato. I mean, I get we that there's the vowel differences, dialects. But I don't think Dobby is the one. I think you are just stuck in your ways. Let us know. <laughs> Call in. Email in. Let us know how you pronounce that little monster's name. And may he rest in peace. Did he? <gasps> Does he die? No. I kind of hate him. But I think it's, I think I'm projecting feelings I feel towards you onto him. <laughs> so that little angel actually, may he rest in peace now that I know he dies. I can't believe I just, 
forget I said that. Anyways, hit me with your unpopular opinion. Oh my god. Okay. My next unpopular opinion says, no music, no problem. (laughs) This is your serial killer trait. This is, if the news ever came to me and said, did you expect this? I would say, actually, she doesn't listen to music. She drives in silence. (laughs) And do. And I continue, will continue to, for as long as I can. I do everything in silence. I wait for the bus in silence. I sit on the bus in silence. I drive in silence. I exist in silence. But the thing is, is it's only silent to people looking in. Because your mind is so loud. If you're looking out from my perspective, there's so much noise going on. Mm -hmm. And like maybe once I hopefully get on ADD medication, I'll start listening to music. But right now there's too much going on already. I cannot add another sound to what is already going on and also i've said it before and i'll say it again i'm the best person that i know and i can single-handedly entertain myself for hours and i like no honestly that's a good trait i feel like because i think i am afraid of silence and i'm Mm. afraid of stillness Mm. and afraid of my own thoughts so i tune them out ah i just I like to sit with my own thoughts I just I think I think I think in my brain I think to myself and I just I just live with me you know that's just so pure-hearted of you (laughs) but then everyone says what are you listening to and I say are people saying nothing girl saying that yes whenever you meet someone one of the first questions they ask what kind of music do you listen to and for my you know what I'm this is this is vulnerable of me I guess all my life I've said I don't know what to say what, what but do you now, say? Do you lie? Now I say, now I say, I don't. I've, I've, I've accepted myself. You know, That's... I've been living in denial. I've been fighting my truth. But now when people say, like, what, what kind of music do you like to listen to? I say, I don't. Congratulations. Thank you. I do want to know, what did you used to say? A little bit of this and that. The, verbatim? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> Get, hit me with another one. Um, middle school, low-key the place to be. Okay. Yeah. I work in a middle school, teach in a middle school. And if you know me, that's the one place that I said I would never, ever, ever set foot in. Mm -hmm. All my life. I said in middle school, that's the one realm of teaching that I will never touch. But now that I'm all up in it, it's the place to be. If you're not rocking with middle school, you're doing it wrong. I'm not rocking with you. Right. Like, it's just... It's so funny. There's a little bit of everything. Whatever it is that you like about working with kids, you will find that in a middle school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether you like the like little cute sweet ones that like want to be like teacher's pet, do class jobs, they're there. Whether you like the ones who are like more mature, older that you can have real conversations with, they're there. And it's the perfect blend where I have them doing all of my bidding. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm sitting at my desk. I'm thirsty. Could you get my water for me? Done. Yeah. Could you clean the whiteboard? Done. Sharpen the pencils? Done. So many little things. They love a little class job. They love to talk to you. It's the place to be. It's a perfect median. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. And like, I don't know why all these educators are out here sleeping on middle school. Yeah. They're little darlings. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Let's, let's, let's not. Mm-hmm. I give you an inch, you take a mile. Let's not do that. <laughs> Heard and respected. But it is the place to be. Yeah. Um. I feel like I didn't order mine very well because I kind of want some bangers at the end. Um, This one, I feel like, I don't know if this is, like, something that's commonly talked about, so it's not actually an unpopular opinion, or if it's just, like, because of who I am, I hear this discourse a lot. Mm -hmm. But this is, you know this one. This is my soapbox. It's kind of a more serious one. The way that we treat young girls and their music tastes. 
absolutely ridiculous. This is what you could write a thesis on. I could literally write a thesis on this because let's compare it to how we treat grown men thinking about sports. There are so many parallels in the behavior, but for grown men, it's like expected, it's celebrated, it's encouraged. For girls, it's like, you're crazy, it's a phase, whatever it is. But like, like the other day, I literally saw a poster for like some college, they're getting like a new quarterback on the football team or something. I don't know. They had made this big poster with like his face and different cutouts with edits and these words and a nickname. Yeah. If a 12-year-old girl made that and posted it on her story for like Harry Styles, people would be like taking her so unseriously. Yeah. But like for grown men doing that, it's fine. It's fine. Same thing of like if you're shouting in an arena and crying, if it's a grown man at the Super Bowl, fine. What a guy. If it's a girl at a One Direction concert, Bad. shame on you. Shame on you. And like I don't think enough people recognize the way that girls ages 11 to 15 run the world they literally run the world like they are dictating our culture they're dictating what books are popular Mm -hmm. they're dictating the movies that are going to be i'll say it i haven't talked about twilight in a while so it's about time i bring it back up twilight would not be what it is if it wasn't for tween girls and wasn't robert pattinson in like batman or something Uh so you grown men you wouldn't be having your batman if it weren't for the tween girls that supported twilight if it wasn't for me Exactly. And like One Direction, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift. Honestly, I think like specifically, I mean, Taylor Swift, icon, legend, timeless, but like boy bands, the craze around boy bands, like I feel like that's a big one where people are like, shame on those teenage girls. Like what's wrong with them? They're Mm -hmm. silly. They're dumb. But like they're millionaires. They are so, so, so famous because of teenage girls. Well, and like, and you can't even use the thing of like, it's not good music because like, what we saw with, like, any sort of boy band, we saw with the Beatles. Like, Beatles mania was a thing with tween girls fainting in the streets. And now we're going to acclaim them as, like, the greatest band of all time. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't glorify the Beatles and then... Shame on One Direction. Exactly. Or whoever yeah. it is. Like, yeah. But I say this all without any sense of irony. I am dead serious. Find a tween girl and thank her today. Yes. For her service. Yes. Yes. But I would also like to know, what are the tweens excited about today? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, BTS is big, but it's time for a new boy band. Because we usually get saying. one every 10 to 15 yeah. years. And I'm waiting to see what this new boy I'm band is going to be. I'm the edge of my I know. Seat. I'm chomping at the bit. I want to know what these little tweens are going to look like. I know. I know. But, like, also, it's not the same. No, it's not. Because when, when you're no longer... Because, like, obviously ally to the tween girls you know me. so much but like because we aren't that tween girl we don't have the same fortitude that they are having no, to yeah. pluck out the next big thing but and also tween girls are not the same as they were when we were tween girls i feel like that's true because i feel like they're more grown they are because of social media yeah i hate to be that girl but it's so true because i had when i was 12 i had well i guess at 12 i kind of started to have a way of knowing but like yeah. When I was 10 and 11, I had no way of knowing what any girls in the world were doing besides the girls at my school. Yes. And, like, if you look at pictures of probably these cousins when we were 12 and, like, the kind of shenanigans that we were getting up to, you were making movies. I was making movies. I don't know what I was doing. But that's not what the girls are up to these days. No, there's no 12-year-old today who's wearing some jorts. And I was wearing some jorts. (laughs) There is no 12-year-old girl that's wearing jorts, gauchos, capris, uh, oh, do you ever have those shirts that had the little monkey on it? I was it? literally just about to say that. <laughs> With the, the little monkey. pants. Yes. That was a fit that I wore. I had one 
I would always rock this. It was like a black and white striped top. Yeah. With a little bit of a flare. Yeah. With that little monkey. Yeah. And I had some like pink and green plaid yeah. down to the knee shorts and a little black beret with a pink charm. The down to the knee shorts are what sends me with tennis shoes. Should we bring those back? Maybe. I, they're either going to be the most flattering or the most unflattering cut That's ever. One way or another. There's no, no in between. between. I remember rocking the, I had a brown shirt with pink um what's this part of the shirt like a hem yeah a pink hem with the little monkey on it and it was like don't swing my way or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and i would wear it with my pink um capri plaid pants i feel like we had the same plaid pants <laughs> we did we absolutely did i need to find some pictures well, of and that it's era. because when we were nine and ten our our eye to the world who we were cop looking to for style inspo was hannah montana <laughs> and girls today have yes. like Gigi hadid yeah yes that's exactly but, like, it. I, Gigi hadid was not on my radar no and if you look at hannah montana like the tv show she was wearing layer upon layer upon well, i think layer. she was gonna, she <laughs> looked at her waistband and there were at least five different colors from her tank tops her turtlenecks her and t-shirts we observed and we we internalized. <laughs> yeah. And one thing she always had on the top was a little short sleeve halfway shawl. shawl that like tied in a bow at the middle. And I had one. I had I multiple. Said, I, I said, Mom, you you have to take me to justice. You literally don't understand. This is peak fashion. This is dire. Yeah. This actually leads into my next unpopular opinion, which um is that ponchos are peak fashion. Wait, should, I, should we read the Here's the thing. Era? When I was in Brevard for Mimi's memorial service, my Aunt Lorene was wearing the most sleigh poncho I've ever seen in my life. Is poncho the right word? Poncho or shawl? You know the things where it's like... A poncho just, is like where your arms are just like yes. free falling. And it's like, a, it's warm. It's like wearing a blanket with a neck hole. It's like a yassified Snuggie. Yes. And like, we need to bring them back. No. Because if we go out together, both wearing ponchos, no one will question us. People will take notes. They'll internalize that. And, okay, let's think about some figureheads that we need to get behind the movement. I mean, first and foremost, Bella Hadid. Yeah. But I'm also thinking, let's throw in a James Charles. Mm Mm-hmm. James Charles, absolutely. Let's throw in... Trisha Paytas. Trisha Paytas. Omar Apollo. Yep. And, honestly, Harry Styles. Yeah. And then done. boom, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go online later and look for a poncho. See if they have a pack of two. <laughs> yeah. Is was that your final one? No, I have one more. Oh, Do you okay. have another? I think I'm on my final okay. one. Mine is also fashion related, but mine is that wearing a bra is more comfy than not wearing one. And that's where you are the unpopular. Baby. I know. And like, I'm not, I'm not even wearing saying, a bra right now. I know. I am. I know. Because I feel like so many girlies are like, end of the day, can't wait to take off my bra. Yeah. I, I feel like to me that's more laborious because now. The weight of them is my cross to bear. If you had, if you had a suitcase to carry your stuff in, why would you at the end of the day say, "Let me just hold it all in my lap"? Because it feels good, man. Yeah. And like, I do you sleep in a bra? No, but I like I will wear one until I'm like literally in bed. Because when I'm in bed, like gravity is holding them for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I'm not trying to be like old fashioned and be like, girls, put on your bras. If you don't want to wear a bra all the power to yeah, you but yeah. it's just like for me that i'm that's just too laborious and speak your truth thank you my last one is forgiveness is for the birds <laughs> i'm gonna need you to explain oh uh, wait <laughs> this doesn't mean you don't ever forgive people i just 
I just don't think there's anything wrong with holding a little grudge. No, and and that's I get it. That's the my unpopular opinion, and it's contradictory to what I put on my 2023 bingo card, yeah. which is that I want to mend some bridges and mm-hmm. burn bridges. There's a few bridges that will never be mended that I've burned for good reason, good riddance. Mm-hmm. But but some bridges, you some bridges on your construction. Huh? I have. I've been I've been on my mender behavior. But I will say again, forgiveness is still for the birds. It's okay, girls. It's okay, in my opinion, to hold a grudge. I hold so many grudges. And now I'm a little scared of you. <laughs> are you are you a girl who's there's no such thing as forgive but don't forget. It's just don't forgive, don't forget. I feel like I feel like you can't. I I I, I think you can forgive and but you don't forget. Because I'm gonna remember. No, I'm, well, I mean I'm gonna remember, gonna remember too. Because it's fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you if you've wronged me, if you've crossed me, I'm going to remember that. Like forever. Yeah. Whether you know I'm harboring a grudge or not, it's there. That's and that's my cross. But the thing is, they're gonna know because you're not you're not a girl who's two faced in the slightest sense. Well, you I mean, okay, actually, you can put on a show. You can schmooze. I know how to put on a show. But I guess it's whether or not you want them. If you don't care if they know, <laughs> you're true. not trying to hide it. That's true. That's true. I, I'm an open book, and you can read this face like a letter. Because, mm-hmm. like, one thing you're not afraid to do is, like, roll your eyes in public. <laughs> or even, dare I say, like, flick someone off. <laughs> or stick out your foot to trip them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. But, yeah, yeah, so... Bottom line, forgiveness is for the birds. If you want to hold a grudge, do your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, that's all my unpopular opinions. That's all I got too. Please let us know your unpopular opinions if you're listening to this. I'll say it one more time. CousinTimePod at gmail.com. We know how many people are listening we know where platform you're listening on and we know where you live we do and so we we have a number that we are expecting to receive in our gmail inbox (laughs) and if i do not see that you'll see me we're gonna have a problem we're gonna have a problem yeah all you cool cats and kittens our aqua notes for today is questions i wish adam could answer if you don't know adam's our cat you should know that by now Um, you should know so these are things that if he had a little, if he spoke English, I would want him to share with yeah. me. The first one is, what do you think we do when we go in the bathroom? Because one thing he's going to do is meow at that door. Yeah. And I was always like, girl, like, give me some privacy. Right. But the thing is, he has no idea, like, he doesn't know what a toilet is, what a shower is. No. And so what is he, like, he thinks we go in there and we spend some magic time. Yeah, and we come know. out looking fresh as could be. <laughs> yeah. And then I let him in there with me sometimes and he will, like, like, I'll be literally sitting on the toilet and he'll, like, jump inside my underwear. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, boundaries. Oh, really? like he doesn't you, realize that. And you flush the toilet and he hops up on the yeah. rim and he says, what's going on in here? Yeah. He doesn't understand. He doesn't get it. No. Um, mine says, who do you see when you look in the mirror? Yeah. And this is when we've been hypothesizing for a while because we have a mirror in our living room that's literally there for Adam. It was only supposed to be there temporarily, but he it's he his favorite toy. He loves it. He loves the mirror and he'll just go and sit in front of it for hours look at it, sometimes fall asleep in front of it. And we always wonder, does he recognize that he's looking in the mirror and seeing himself? Or does he think that he has a friend that he's going to visit? I truly think it's his friend. Because what kind kind of, because like, let's face it, we've been doing the scientific method on this. Right. So we hypothesized and we've yeah. observed. And now I'm going to analyze the data. Last night when he was sitting on, he always has a chair he sits on. And mm-hmm. he usually sits front and center. 
last night he was on exactly half but it was positioned so that he could see in the mirror and i think he was waiting for his friend to come join him and he was saving him a seat that's so sad do you need a friend do you feel neglected should we get a second cat girl i can't take two cats on a plane that's so true can you imagine me double fisting cat carriers (laughs) yeah on the train on the blue line double fisting my cat carriers yeah i forget i said anything no my next one is Oh, how do you tell the difference between us? Like, because think about how he's, like, six inches off the ground. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I feel like from that point, we kind of look fairly similar. No, and we're cousins. So, like, is, how is he telling, how is he realizing who's who? I feel like it's probably our scent. Like, maybe we smell different But do cats have the same, like, scent thing that dogs do? Don't doubt him. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like he must. And he has eyes. Like, maybe he can see I mean, like, right now he's, like, on the couch and we're on the ground. Yeah. So, right now we're pretty eye level. And, yeah. like, he probably knows. But, but well, like, also, we're both on the couch, how does he choose who he's going to sit with? I'm kind of spiraling now, too, okay, because I feel like don't cats have poor vision? And that's why they have their whiskers. They use their whiskers to kind of, like, see and feel. Oh, so I thought can that was... So, can he even see our characteristics? Like, can he tell that you have brown hair and I have blonde? No, I don't think he can tell the difference in our hair colors. Then how does he tell us apart? Our sense, our energy, wow. our aura. Maybe. Wow. We can't ask him as much as we'd I know, like I to. I wish we could. Um, my next one. Oh, this was when I returned from Mimi. I said, did you think I left forever when I was gone? Because I do wonder that. Because I have only left Adam for like an extended period of time on two occasions. One, to go to Reno, Nevada. Two, to go to Mimi's funeral. Mm-hmm. And the Reno one was just like four days and I had to board him and I was literally heartbroken the whole time. This time at least he had you. But Adam, Adam is a child of divorce. Mm-hmm. And when his father walked out on him, yeah. like, does he remember that? I know because then is he thinking, I'm, I'm simply left with the mom who stepped up? Right. And like now, now Adam has a stepfather, a step cousin. Mm-hmm. And it's you. You are the father who stepped up. But like what does he think when I left? Did he think, "Oh my god, did here we go again?" again? But now you've probably built an immense amount of trust with him because you I did came back. back. I came you back. You did come back. And he's really been loving me since. And no offense. Uh-huh. I know he missed you, but he didn't miss you too much. If he thought you were never coming back, he moved on quick. No, and like honestly, I'm glad to hear that because like if something was to happen to me long term where I would be away from him, it's so good to know that he's okay. Yeah. Um what do you hope will happen when you meow? Mm. This is such a because great question. He he uses his voice. He is a vocal king. He's a vocal he knows we're talking about him right now. <laughs> his ears are Wait, burning. He's and he's kinda glaring. No, he knows something's going on. But like, does he think does he hope we'll meow back? Does he hope we'll do something? Is he just chatting to chat? Well sometimes I do meow back and he looks affronted. Yeah. So like what what are his hopes and dreams when he lets right. that meow? Like is he just telling us something and like he's mad that we aren't understanding, which if that's the case, I feel so bad. But also, is he just talking to himself and he's like, Why do they keep interrupting? <laughs> yes. yes um my next one do you understand the concept of time do you i don't think he does one bit you don't no and i think that's why like when you left like he it could have been a minute you were gone it could have been a year yeah he has no idea well he's also just like such an easygoing king like i know that some cats have anxiety and like they get stressed when people leave them but like he could not care he's less. a mellow fellow he's a mellow fella and 
Yeah, I don't think he understands time. Like, I think he... Rec- but also, like, this is his world. Mm-hmm. Except for when we take him out in the stroller, but that's only when it's warm. So, yeah. like, right now, this is his world. We're just living in it. He doesn't really know winter exists because we only take him out in the summertime. He doesn't know the perilous few months we've been having. Right. I mean, we took him outside that one time when it was snowing. Because we just wanted so to introduce cold, him to snow. And he hated it. Yeah. He hated it. Well, kind of connected to yours, my next one is, where do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. Because similar to the passage of time, he's lived in three cities now. Yeah. But, like, when we moved him to this here city, we drugged him up, we put him in the back of my car, and next thing he knew, he had a new home. Yeah. And, like, he had the one night in the hotel, which he loved, but, like, he didn't know that he was in West Virginia. And he didn't know that it was a hotel. He probably thought that was his he new said, home. He said, welcome home. And I'm then, boom, these another transition. Pools, you, me, and Papa. Yeah. And now you're here. Yeah. Like, I, where did you think that we are right now? Like, he knows he's home, but, like, what does that mean to but him? But does he know he went from being, like, a southern belle to a midwestern king? I don't think he does. He has no idea the kind of, like, opportunities we're giving him. This isn't on the list, but I also wonder, I wish I could ask him what his life was like before he entered ours. I know, I wish he could, we could know his childhood. I wish we knew his A little his baby mother. picture. <laughs> yeah. His origin story. Yeah. Um, my last one on here... What makes you like certain things? Okay, yeah, because should we blast him? Yeah. He's got a bit of, like, a carrot fetish. Let's say it, yeah. Let's call it what it is. It's a carrot fetish. He doesn't like human food. No. He won't go near it. Mm-hmm. He won't touch it. He won't eat Uninterested. it. Uninterested. But we have carrots, and he won't even really want to eat the carrot. He'll want to sniff it, and then, like, if a bag of carrots is sitting on the table, he'll want to rub his body all rub over it. Rub his whole little body on it. And... For example, it goes, like, his nose is, is good, I think, because I was having matzo ball soup one day, and yes. it had carrots in it, and he, like, kept, like, pawing at my soup bowl, like, trying to look at my hot soup, and I'm like, I'm eating soup, you can't mm-hmm. have it, and then I finished my soup, and I put, like, the empty bowl on the table, he tried to get inside the bowl, because it had carrot remnants. Yeah, well, and that's, so it's definitely not the appearance, because it, a carrot can be hidden, and we'll be like, why is he going nuts? Yeah. And it's because there's carrots in it. It's something about... Oh my god, and you know what else I was just thinking about? When I got home today, I had, um, he was all up on me, like, he was, like, rubbing on my hands, and I had just eaten carrots because I had them (gasps) in my lunch, and I had them, like, as my snack, and he was rubbing all up on my hands, and I was like, why does he love me so much right now? It's because of the carrots. Oh my goodness. Just in general, I want to know why he likes what he likes. Like, why does he choose to sit where he sits? Like, mm-hmm. why does he like this spot? Why does he like the one corner of the rug? Like, why does he like what he likes? Mm-hmm. What makes them appealing to him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved to know that. Uh, maybe one day we'll get the technology. I God, I hope so. Until then, mm. that's all for the slay and dismay, or for the aquanotes. That's all for the aquanotes. Time for the slays and dismays. Yes. Do you want to head it? My slay is the lead karaoke on the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I, we got Glee Karaoke, the game, for our new Wii, which everyone should know we have now. We got two microphones, and the way that that made me feel last night. No, because, well, first of all, we were a blessing mm-hmm. to this apartment. Yeah. We were serenading Because them. we were, if you think you've heard angels sing, mm-hmm. you haven't, mm-hmm. unless you've heard us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Defying gravity? We were defying something. 
Yeah, it was so good. Expectations. And what I really appreciate about Glee We Karaoke is that you have the validation that I need. You know what I mean? When it says, good job, or you get all those stars. So many compliments. Um, for my dismay, can't think of anything else. So I'm going to say Mimi's passing. <laughs> and a dismay indeed. Because in my mind, I'm like, I've had a pretty like good time since we last recorded a pod. But then I was like, wait between our last time recording a podcast and this time, my Mimi died. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. That's a dismay. Like, it's good for her, but still a dismay. It was time, and but a dismay Things can be same. more than one thing. Exactly. You can have more than one feeling. Grief and relief. Grief and relief. Shout out Wendy who said that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My dismay, I hate to follow that because I'm just going <laughs> to seem like a little complainer. Yeah. Um... My dismay is I falsely thought I was an anemia warrior. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I have had a lifelong battle <laughs> against anemia. And I've You've tried... two lifelong battles against anemia and swallowing pills. Yes. And unfortunately, they're not super compatible battles. Um, and I have tried every trick in the book to fight her. And it's just my truth. It's just my truth. But I recently thought I found the newest trick in the book, which was an iron patch. Did it for like literally 28 days. Almost finished my whole thing. Was about to order more. Thank goodness I didn't. Yeah. When I started getting these debilitating headaches. Like literally last week I finished my, like I finished my like required work day at one. And I had like paperwork and stuff to do. Came home. Went to bed. That was my evening. Yeah. Like that was it. Yeah. Um, And I thought... Maybe I've conquered, like, maybe I've conquered it. Maybe these are signs of too much iron. Google that. It's certainly not that. So then, after much, much grief and debate, I just took a regular iron pill, instantly feeling better. Yeah. So, I think I'm just always going to be an easy tablet girl. Amazon, I'm giving them all my money for those tablets. Which is sad for me, because I hate seeing you slosh that around. But that's... Have some empathy for me. I'm no, having to do the sloshing. I understand. You I can do. Turn the other I way. do. I do. I just, yeah, I, I will from now on. Because <laughs> I'm going to be sloshing twice a day. Yeah. yeah. So deal with it. And then my sleigh, maybe my new cake decorating era. That's a good one. Yeah. Because I think I mentioned this before. I'm doing a hobby of the month and it's time for my February hobby and it's cake decorating. So I've been teaching myself, watching a lot of videos and. Yeah, what I didn't, to be good. What I didn't know about this cake decorating hobby era was that she's not only decorating the cakes, but she's making her own cakes not from a box. <laughs> this is what's so funny to me. You had like a, I, I don't know, you had a Target. spiritual moment in Target yeah. last night when yeah. I said I need to go buy more flour. Because I was like, I was picturing you making like box cake and then like decorating it because like the decorating is a hobby, but you're mixing flour, you're mixing vanilla. But it's just not that hard to do. I just, I've, I don't like to bake. You know this about me. Yeah. You, you, you like to bake. I like to cook. Mm-hmm. So, like, the concept of baking a cake is blasphemous to me. But you're going to reap the benefits. Oh, I am. I'd like to throw in one bonus joint sleigh, which is last night in Target, we were double fisting margaritas and cosmopolitans thanks to the free samples at Target. They were giving out free samples, and they they said, do you want a margarita or do you want a Cosmo? And I said, I'll have a marg, just wanted a Cosmo. But then she accidentally poured two margs, so then she said... 
good news girls you're each getting one of each so we yeah. literally had like two sips of each drink yeah. but i just never thought i'd get the opportunity to have a little no. something something in target yeah so like picture me this we're in the food grocery section of target with our two little cups standing there drinking it and then we take potentially one of the best target wonders of my life right because my favorite activity going to target yeah my favorite drink margarita, margarita. but then after that margarita <laughs> so this was really a utopia for yeah me. yeah yeah. I think that's all we have for you today, folks. I do too. Uh, again, please let us know your unpopular opinions. Congratulations to you listeners. You're going to get a little extra cousin time Don't in the coming spare, days. Because you're going to get this episode and you will only have to make it through your weekend, the freaking yeah. weekend, yeah. before you get to hear us again. Yeah. So you're welcome for that. Have a great night. Love and light. <laughs>